In this episode of the KitCast, we follow the entire life cycle of drinks. That's right, from curation to excretion, and a seamless way of getting guests on your Wi-Fi. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast. I am KT Data, and joining me always is my partner in crime, Drew. How are you doing today, Drew? That's the crowd going wild for Drew. I made it. Yes, I'm doing well. Good to be here. <laughs> oh, I am so glad that you are here, and I am glad that it is another episode of the KitCast. If you guys have not seen the KitCast before, what Drew and I do is we go out, find some really, really cool crowdfunding projects. This week was hard, so we have a packed episode. We had to throw out bacon-flavored ketchup for, <laughs> tea, for projects. It tells you that you're good. And we, will tell, yeah, and we will tell you if you should back track or sack them so before we go into the projects and believe me these are great um let's go into some news uh the first news of the night is that kickstarter has rolled out another update and of course they announced it the day after our our previous episode of the kick cast because they do that so you can almost guarantee tomorrow they're going to announce a new feature um they now will allow you to send out updates to specific tiers so you don't have to mass spam how nice would that be though how i mean to be able to say hey guys in this realm here's what you need to know and why you should upgrade or why you should share yeah i love that um to me i'm i'm actually not too excited about it because there's some issues that come out with it a lot of these projects now have add-ons so you get a base tier and then you just add x amount of dollars to it and then you have add-ons um so if you need to send out an update to a specific tier um Plus add-on people, you can't do that. You got to still mass send it out. And I don't think I've ever run into an issue where I've gotten annoyed by updates from projects. I have once. I have twice once. It was just a project that didn't even fund, and they still sent updates probably two or three times a week to say, we're going to relaunch again in three months. And so it just kept coming. It was like, (laughs) I got it. I know that you're going to do it. Leave me alone. So anyway, that, yes, but you're right. Um, Overall, yeah. Overall, I think it's always good that they can improve these tools and whatnot. So, hey, good for you, Kickstarter. What's your next announcement tomorrow? Um, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not bitter about yeah, that or right. anything. Okay. <laughs> um, so this, this is the news that I kind of wanted to talk to you about. Um, is um, how you like we we always talk about having good video in your projects, planning out your tiers in your projects, um, getting your word out and everything. One thing that we don't talk about that much is your wording. So we've told Ooh. you what kind of content to put on your um, Kickstarter page, but we ha- we've never talked about what kind of words you should be saying yeah. on the project. Which, which, which is, yeah, an interesting thought. Yeah. We never really have gone that deep and said, oh, you've used this phrase or use that phrase. Yeah. But it's interesting that, that this, this research has shown that there are certain words that help things be successful or yeah. at least to be yeah so um a bunch of researchers from uh, the georgia institute of technology they examined forty-five thousand projects on kickstarter including the pebble and to other projects that didn't even fund you know um and what they discovered was they analyzed how every single page was written and they noted how much more money some projects got versus others so there's probably a lot of you know computer um, learning stuff on there. If you actually want to read the article, 
this uh, slate.com has a link to the article and you can read it. It's kind of super interesting stuff, but it's a little dry yeah. if you're not into the big data analyzing research thing. I am. So right, yes. <laughs> yeah, you I, could do, I could be. But you pulled out some of the, the interesting things that there are certain phrases yeah. that totally work for this and there are certain phrases that lend themselves toward being not so successful. Yeah, so some of the phrases that they've mentioned are um, also receive two, mention your, given the chance, your continued, and we can afford. Those phrases tended to be in projects that funded very successfully and got, probably got over their goal. Um, words such as not been able, even a dollar, um, later I, a blank, and hope to get, they didn't fare so well on there. So you'll probably want to avoid those. Yeah, but that's, I mean, some, of, some of those are like just ran, same random string, like even a dollar, I guess I could see that. Well, later I, what, what kind of sentence starts with later I or it has later I in it? Well, that's the thing is I, I totally get it because if you look at these bottom ones is not being able to, it's a, it's, it has a negative connotation. That means these yeah, guys have hit a roadblock. Even, you know, yeah. even a dollar. That means we're so desperate that, you know, if you even a just dollar dole it, you know, send us a dollar. And then later I is like, okay, so we want to reach this goal. But later I have this even bigger plan on there, you know, where people might be waiting for that bigger idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then hope to get is, again, more uncertainty. They're not totally sure that they've gotten something. So you, what you want to do is kind of keep this in mind and then pretty much marketing 101. Like if you, yeah. when, every time you go into car salesman or you watch one of these late night infomercials, they, these ideas that we're going to talk about, because this article goes into these ideas too. Um, so I'm going to like, you know, I'll, I'll list these ideas. Um, there's about eight of them, if I'm right, if I can find my mouse. Um, but the first one is uh, reciprocity. So projects that have a physical item or some kind of tangible item that a person's going to get tends to fund better than those big ideas that you're just going to help humanity. Right. And that totally, it totally makes sense. Um, you know, making things scarce. That is another oh. one. Uh, I am a huge sucker for this. If you, you put limited edition or only in this project, there's a high, high chance that I might end up back in the project. Like the last project I backed was the 2013 Moe headphone collection. And I backed $200 only due to the fact that you wouldn't get it anywhere else that I could only get this specific wall scroll that has not even been drawn yet, but is exclusive to Kickstarter. And I'm like, I want that. Wait, wall scroll. This is the headphones with a certain design, or so? This... No, they're not even headphones. It's a. It's going to be a wall scroll, like the one behind my shoulder right here. Uh, it's going to be printed out. Oh, on there. Oh, um, and the the whole project was is it's going to be a book of a anime girls wearing headphones. Oh my god! Like name brand headphones. Katie, how much? Two hundred dollars. You sir have a problem. Um, and I backed it because I wanted the wall scroll, and then I wanted to get. The, they also are coming with giant prints of each of these anime girls wearing the headphones because <laughs> it combined two of my favorite things together: headphones and anime into one. And then weakness. they had to put limited edition on top of that. Yeah, weakness, scarcity, <laughs> scarcity goes far. You yeah. crack me up. So that's why I want that. That, you know what? You need to build the next studio. Just put nothing but that wall scroll behind you and call that good. Well, That's I'll it. have the wall scroll and like a bunch of individual prints. I only actually want one individual print because it's actually going to have my headphones on there, these white ones that I'm holding up right there. Um. 
sweet. All right. <laughs> so, After scarcity, what else? So do we scarcity have? is social proof. Um, successful Kickstarters emphasize that many <laughs> other people had already donated on the project. Yeah. So again, this is the crowd making people think that you know you're joining this movement of people who are like-minded and will want to do it. Right. Um, and that, and and this is what we talk about a lot about having traction as it gets going at the very yeah. first out the gate you got traction. That social proof is what lends itself to an increased interest in that project as it grows. Yeah, because so because I can tell you when I got my pebble on here, I don't I donated when they were still under they maybe had a thousand dollars two thousand dollars at most. I wake up the next day they're already a hundred thousand dollars. I and at that point I already got two of my friends to back the project. During that time, I didn't realize and, you were so early. On yeah, that. and guess who referred me to the project in the first place? One guess, Drew. I real. I, I was it Randall? Yes, it was Randall Bennett. He posted it on Twitter. I saw it. Like, I want that. That's going to be it. I backed it right then. <laughs> and from there, it just kept social. Yeah. Like so social proof. Good. So you know, it 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 proves my concept and the multiple degrees of Drew. Um, <laughs> Speaking of, I had him over here just the other night. We're chatting with Randall, and I said, Randall, did you ever see that show where KT and I both dressed up like you, like somewhat intentionally? And he was like, no, I had no idea. So we've got to find that screenshot it and send it to him because he's got to make his day. I, 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 will, I will send him that. Um, so after that, we also have uh, social identity. Project leaders who wrote their pitches with a specific target goal in mind as opposed to a pitch that was – that appealed to the general public tended to take more cash. So um, these headphone guys, they overfunded, but they were smart. They knew who they were aiming for. They were aiming for the anime fan who happened to be an autophile. That's not a large market, but they said everything that you know clicked with me. Um, another one is the Mega Man board game that I ended up backing. Mm. Not everybody likes video games and not everybody likes Mega Man, but they showed off enough stuff where... Mega Man fans just flocked to it, and they ended up getting maybe Itch, three yeah. or four more times as much money as they wanted. And I think at some levels that ties back into the scarcity or of some sort because you are such a niche. You're looking at such a niche market that mm-hmm. those people are going to want that. You know that they'll they'll be the ones that are that are in the scarceness when they when they have it. So yeah, um, gra- <laughs> the next one is gratitude. Um, they were always th- thanking people for their engagement. You know. Liking them out, calling out specific people, you know, boost, and then that helps boost the probability because it makes people feel part of the project. Right. Um, one of the guys that I I think was awesome at doing this is the throw boy guy, which I actually should be getting my pillows sometime in the next few uh, weeks. Ah, yes. Um, yes. He would always put out um, constant uh, updates and everything, and he would always be thanking people. It's like, thank you guys for helping me out, helping me get this dream. And, you know, it just makes you feel part of the process, even though. You know, you're really not doing anything day to day. You gave them money. Um, and then the final thing is authority. And I hope we get to this point one of these days, Drew. Someday. Is that most successful projects, a person who's running the project is an authority in this world. Pebble Guys, um, I forgot what his name is, but he already had spent years making a smart app, smart uh, smartwatch for the BlackBerry, obviously BlackBerry is not a dominant platform anymore, but he had the expertise to do that, and that's why he's doing. Um, let's see what else that we have. Um, why are all these projects slipping my mind now? I've backed so many of them. Yes, they've um, all blurred together. You're a monster. Actually, the um, 
Oh crap! What I call one of my i i iPad styluses. He was actually in industrial. You'll you'll see a lot of these guys. He industrial engineer on there decided that he wanted a stylus that was more closer to a technical pen, and that clicked with me. I'm like, he gets it. He knows what I want in in a pen and in a stylus. I trust him to be able to make this project the way. So you don't want just some guy who you know hasn't put the time and effort into it, but people who have seriously ex you know expertise in it have you know it it just makes you believe them more um yeah yeah i agree with that yeah and these six things if you actually go back and watch an infomercial or you go talk to a use or to a car sales guy they practice all of this so if you keep that these six ideas in mind and try to stay away from those phrases that we mentioned earlier you probably will have a higher chance of making your project successful Uh, um we should do a whole yeah, we should do a whole series of how to how to get. Oh fun. yeah, I, I, I already I have been having ideas brewing in the back of my mind, Drew. Don't worry, I'll yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much that we. I mean, we ourselves we have plenty of things that we should be yeah kickstarting ourselves. <laughs> so, um, those are kind of great ideas. If you want to see this article, just head on over to kickcast.net, um, and it will link you straight to the slate slate.com article. Um, it was a great article, and our final thing for news is kind of another planning thing is how you got to be careful when you're picking the pricing for your backer tiers. Um, the guy who wrote this article, he actually had his own Kickstarter for a camera flash, if I remember correctly. And he was actually writing about how you got to plan for things because people tend to, you know, he, he, he notices that a lot of people don't um, put a lot of thought into what their projects should be um, or their their backing rewards. So think, oh, I'll just do, you know, a postcard for 15 bucks or something. Right, right. Um, and, of course, the article disappears. But um, to think about that and to, and to be able to explain, because that is yeah. the biggest question. Some people like say, here's my great idea, and then they get to the rewards and, and they either spend a lot of time thinking, okay, what physical reciprocal awards, awards can I give or give back to people? And you're right, without, without that right tier, you just turn off too many people to yeah. look at it and say that's. And he, he mentions the thing is like sometimes you forget you think too much about the rewards and not about the project. Um, he you know he uses postcard example saying that if you're a watercolor artist, you might want to perfect it. Did you calculate in the cost how much it's going to get the poster or the the um, the uh, the yeah how, how much is go- how much time you're going to take to make all the uh, postcards? How much yeah. the postcards are going to cost? How much you're going to takes to ship the postcards? You could literally spend a whole month on there. Plus, you're spending money on covering the backing rewards. And so you only get half the amount that you were actually planning for your project. So he says, keep those things in mind when you're planning things or you might run into some trouble um, on there. So that is another tip. And, you know, we probably will go into more depth about that later on because that's the tricky part. And that's one question that I still kind of have a hard time answering when people ask like how did i know how much to you know ask on my backing levels on there so um drew and i probably will have a more in-depth conversation yes. once we, we uh, talk mull over this a little bit more all right yeah all right drew this is what everybody waits for it is time to go into the projects couple projects so we will go into the first project right now and it is called the vita pack so do you know what a keurig is uh, yes, they have one-shot cups that you put in, even though I don't drink coffee, but you yeah. put in flavored coffees and I believe some hot chocolates. 
Yes. Hit a button and it pops out. Yeah. So th- those have changed the world because before, remember, back in the day, you just brew a giant pot of coffee. And then if nobody drank it, you had to throw out the coffee. Right. Kind of big right. waste. Plus, you got to, you know, or if you get bottled drinks, you have to kind of carry them, store them in the fridge, keep them cold and everything. So what the Vita Pack does is it takes that Keurig idea. And not only does it do hot water, it does cold beverages too. So you can make your own lemonade, I your like own iced stuff. tea and everything. Um, and it has same idea, little packages. It has a refrigerant unit in it. So it cools the water or heats it. It can do both. Um, and it uses cups that are exactly the same size as the K-cups out there. Um, and they have their initial flavors that they're going to come out with is lemonade, iced tea, sports drink red, which I am assuming is fruit punch, um, orange, <laughs> and grape on there. Um, Interesting. And I, I love it because so you're and looking at the price, they're asking for the non-early birds um, – Price is one hundred and fifty dollars or one hundred and seventy five dollars if you want twenty four of their cups with them. So, how does that compare to a Keurig? A Keurig is about a hundred dollars to one hundred fifty dollars, depending on what model you want to get. So, it's about the same price on there, but you're able to make hot and cold drinks, and it saves you the trouble from having Gatorade take up all that space in your fridge or having to lug up a giant can of uh, um, lemonade. You know, because I I know storage is tough on some people and this is what is nice thing is you can just have the machine there and then just have a rack of the small cups to use right there um the best of both worlds and for some reason i mean you have a lot of passions headphones anime kick cat i mean you have a lot of something i've never understood is your your drive for beverage makers didn't you haven't you ordered others i actually have a cold brew coffee maker that should be coming in soon. Um, well, that's awesome. you know, I, it, it, this is probably the chemist inside of me that's talking because all of it is chemistry and just the art and passion. I mean, I, I, I don't drink that much, but I love to, I love the idea and I've studied how to mix drinks and doing mixology just because I love the, you know, work that you put into squeezing your own fresh lime juice, um, you know, mm. meshing, you know, cut, um, cracking your own ice and everything all of that like i that whole process of doing that and putting your effort into it is i appreciate that a lot more than most people think because people are like oh alcohol yeah and i'm like oh no no the art and putting that together is amazing that's to me that's probably the now chemist. it all makes sense that's no, probably no, the chemist that's talking to me yeah. um the only thing i'm a little bit concerned about is these uh what they call v packs they're actually a little bit more expensive than the keurigs the keurigs go f- somewhere between you know 50 to 75 cents or so and they have reusable ones on here these ones if you do the math it, they're charging about 25 dollars for 24 so it ends up being a dollar ish per cup so it's a little bit more on there um but i can see if this starts getting popular and you know everybody starts having these in their offices uh i can see this company or somebody else making uh refillable cups um you've seen that in the coffee world too because they'll make refillable k cups that you just buy your own coffee, fill it up, and then throw it into the machine. The machine does the same thing. Um, people might be wondering, is like, why is it so hard to do cool, cold drinks? Because um, the K-Cups, it's just literally a coffee filter and the coffee in there. Um, the problem with doing cold drinks is you don't have that hot water to kind of help dissolve things on there. So you got to get the pressure of the water right. You got to you know have stuff so the, um, the uh, powder doesn't get stuck in the, in the cup. Right, right. Or does it come out too, yeah, too gritty because it's not mixing? Yeah, you can get it too, you know, the 
the drink you get is too strong or too or or too watered out. So they've kind of engineered little devices and they've they've tuned them to each flavor too. That's why they only have a handful right now, and they're actually working with distributors to get flavors. So who knows? We might actually get uh, name brand flavors of sports drinks, and they don't have to just call it sports drink red. They can actually call it fruit punch someday. <laughs> someday, um, and you know, get iced tea and lemonade. So I think it's a great idea. Um, for me, it's a track because I know not everybody wants to get one of these single use things or whatnot. Um, but I love this idea, and honestly, if they get close, I'm getting myself one, and you know, saving okay, some me, space. I'll, I'll I'll track with you. I mean, I I uh, I, I don't consume hot or cold beverages. I don't drink anything ever, ever. I'm severely dehydrated. Anyhow. Well, that explains why you always have an <laughs> IV bag in your room. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so, so for me, it's a track. I love the idea, and I think that, that I think it's really cool, kind of a step forward in, in the engineering to be able to do cotton cold together. And, and uh, glad, glad to see somebody push that together. Uh, probably won't end up in, in my kitchen, because I don't, like I said, I don't do that many drinks. But uh, Until I, can I take advantage of it. If I convince your wife, that's, there you that's go. the key. All right. So speaking of drinks, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. You know what is, happens when you drink way too much? Yeah. So here's our next project is Leela's Potty Time. So Drew, tell everybody Leela's oh, Potty Time. What is this what easy. this is? <laughs> this one's easy and 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 simple. But I but I love the idea. Leela's Potty Time is on Indiegogo's quick and easy project uh, that that hits home for me. The um the the uh, like the inventor of this project or the leader of this campaign, uh, Lila's Potty Time, has basically had too many, you know, too many issues with kids trying to, needing to go potty on long trips or vacations or things, places where you, um, you know, are taking kids. Just, I, I've been through three little girls toilet training and and I've learned things of, about toilet training that I, yeah, I can write books, but this portable idea like it never occurred to me because when my kids are training or even after um i'll kick them out on the side of the road if we're driving between like here and grandma's house a half hour away and they say daddy i gotta go potty and i yell at them hey we should have done that 10 minutes ago you, you can do that with girls i thought you only could do that with boys right and so that's why leela's potty <laughs> time is fantastic because i still have pulled over a few times climbed out grabbed one of them and said squat right here just get it done you know <laughs> I'm gonna save this for travel. when your when your little girls yeah. get older and show them this. <laughs> so, this if you look at this, uh, uh, the uh, the simplicity of the design I think is what I loved about this and how how it was just. She shows this kind of like problem solution video. The video is pretty funny where she just says, "I can't I can't fit a big normal plastic body in my bags if we're going anywhere on vacation, traveling. I just I can't put that in there. It doesn't collapse. It doesn't get smaller. It takes up way too much room and believe." Anytime I've gone camping with my girls or traveling with my girls, um, it's just a lot of different stops for potty. And even in camping, it's it's like we will circle campsites or go to the next campground to try and find a site closer to the bathroom because I know inevitably there's going to be a late night or midnight run to the to the potty. So this portable potty is an easy, collapsible, three pieces. You build it together, and it, it, essentially it is a seat with a hole in it made out of cardboard that structurally looks pretty solid. One of my favorite pictures in the video is the, uh, the mom sits on the, on the potty, which is awesome, just to show <laughs> that she's like, it's a still shot, but still it's like, wow, that's impressive. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I wish I, I wish you could see my screen because I pulled that up. Uh, but that then you you throw in your own plastic bag, and so packing that in your suitcase would take up no space at all. Three flat pieces that when you get somewhere or even when you need it, you build that thing together and throw a plastic bag in it. Or if you're on the road and you're traveling for long distances, just having that in the backseat of the van as like an emergency potty break. Uh, I love it. Uh, I won't say too much about it except for strangeness about the project. It has been up for almost a week and I have not seen anybody or anyone backing it. Really? Uh, it's a zero dollars it's got 36 days left, but it's at zero. And, to, and so I guess that's just, you know, it's kind of a, a question mark. And I go back to that list that we had in the news section. What, you know, where, $25 doesn't seem like that much for something like this. But I mean, it's, it's got to be getting the word out. I mean, that's why yeah. we're, we're going to get it the word out. Everybody go, ba- go back to this project right here. Or at least check it out and let Social your people project. with little kids know. Yes, I, I have. I have no use for this because I don't have any <laughs> wait, kids. Wait, you don't need to throw this in your <laughs> your car so that in case you need to have a little stop on the road. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe that's it. The word's not getting out. I found this on backerjack.com. Remember we talked about uh, talked with Ross Rubin. With Ross, yeah. And so I found it on Backerjack and and came and checked it out and just was surprised to see that it had no traction. And this, this is one thing to have like little little to no traction or slow beginning. This has got nothing. It's almost like she hasn't. Like seeded it with their own money at all, even which people do. But uh, yeah, so for me, it's a back. I will put money on this one and hope that they hit their fifteen thousand to make these patterns and ship them because uh, kids, <laughs> kids go potty. <laughs> yeah. So so for me, that's a back too. Even though I have zero like zero experience in needing any of this um, on there, but I can see where it's useful. On there so that that is something that i definitely come on go help this lady out she's obviously an expert she's a mom right moms know everything about kids years of experience yeah so i like i i, I totally think it's uh something worth that you should be doing out there um so that is leela's potty time now our final project of the day so ha- dun, dun, dun. Let, let me know if you've ever had this project problem before drew um you have a party at your at your house Oh yes, party all the time. Um, and of course, you know people like me who are super, super into their smartphones. We got to be connected all the time. Got to be able to tweet. Got to be able to do everything. So they ask you the inevitable question: What's your Wi-Fi password? Right. Yes. And then you got to go through the whole whole process of all right. Hold on, let let me pull out this password. You know, it's since you are tech savvy. You know, I can't just say password one two three four. That's how people steal your Wi-Fi, and then you. Get trouble for downloading something that you didn't because of some guy who on the street that guessed your password on there so it's some, this crazy 18 yes, to 20 that's what, I'm, that's what i'm tell disney when they say why did you download frozen again i'll be like no it wasn't me some yeah. guy out on the street yeah and you know you pull out your password it's some crazy like 20 digits with no. lowercase uppercase special Please. digits you know numbers all all together you know nothing no common letters and stuff and you're like all right just put this in right there um, it's a nightmare, right? Yes, I do it with babysitters for me. It's not parties, it's babysitters. Yeah. yeah, it is a total nightmare on there. Then, when they leave, you're like, well, man, that guy was using a lot of data. I'm going to reach my bandwidth cap because we all know Comcast is going to eventually put bandwidth caps on us. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to be like, I, you know, I don't want him to be streaming YouTube over at my house and eating up all this, so I can't Skype KT for another KitCast and <laughs> we're screwed on that. So can't handle it. Yeah. 
So what you have to do, you got to go change your password and then you get another crazy thing and you got to go change it all on your, all your devices. It's a total nightmare right there, right? Yes, yes. So this is where our project comes in, the pylon. On there. Interesting and name, the pylon. The, the idea of the pylon is they call it intelligent Wi-Fi for your home. And the way it works is there's a base station. You plug into your modem. It sets up your Wi-Fi network. And then the actual pylon is an NFC chip that has been paired from the factory um, already. So you don't even have to worry about pairing these. You can leave it by your door. Um, and if if your friends have a Android phone right now that has NFC on it, all they got to do, tap the pylon on there. And then the pylon will automatically enter in your Wi-Fi password Set that all up. Install the Pylon app, and I'll explain why it installs the app because there's some cool things to do later on that. And they're good to go on there. If you are like me and Drew that live in the world of iOS, you can download the Pylon app and um, uh, not tap. They call it a bump. You bump the thing. It detects the accelerometer going off, and it will automatically detect the Pylon that's in the vicinity and pair it for you on there and you're good to go on there and what's cool about this is that pylon automatically gives you 30 minutes of browse time on your phone so after 30 minutes it disconnects you and you can't get on the internet again so that's great for guests who just need to use it real quick and and that kind of stuff or you can actually move people into groups and those groups say um you know it's like your best friend and like "Eh, don't worry they can always be logged in on there so they have unlimited time there or if you have your neighbors, oh man, that nosy neighbor, um, he just need to look something up real quick. So you give him only five minutes of time and it's disconnected on there. So it does that. And then on top of that, it actually has these devices called the pylon beacons that you can connect to your speakers. You can connect to a smart TV on mm-hmm. there. And um, if the owner of the, of, of the house can manage and put you into a group, you can be allowed to queue up a playlist and then music will be playing from your phone over a speaker for everybody here at a party or stuff so you kind of have that control or you take pictures of the party you want to share it to people so you can have it be displayed on a smart tv in the house so people can see pictures and whatnot and whoever owns a house they can have moderate all of this so they can control it from end to end on there um i love this idea yeah i think it's it's Fantastic. Even beyond houses, but you know, locations, co-working spaces, uh, yeah, they're working offices. On, they're working on a business. I mean, yeah. ima- imagine going to Starbucks. I mean, you go to the coffee houses now, they don't post the um, Wi-Fi password because you know people just camp there when they do that and not buy anything. Right. So you got to get it off the receipt or stuff like that. Um, imagine this. You walk in, you tap it, you know, you're good to go for half an hour. You know, you need more mm-hmm. time, you go buy something and they can increase it for you or decrease it. Um, I I love this idea. The only thing that I'm a little weary about is NFC is not in everything, but I like how they plan for this and have a app ready to go that you can just bump on there. Right. right. I, 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 I can't imagine too long until all phones have NFC in it. And this is what right. I love NFC for, you know, pairing things and doing things like this. So you don't have to worry about long passwords. You don't have everything's automatic for you. Um, right. I, I think that's fantastic. For me, it's it's that... Uh, like when I text back to the babysitter, I'm like, "Oh yeah, sorry, the girls want to, you know, play games on the iPad or something." So I give her the the Wi-Fi password, and then and just figure, you know, when do I need to change this? I don't yeah. see that she's gonna come in and hack my Wi-Fi. Yeah. But but still, it's what a pain to like be even texting my, you know, password sensitive data. 
Yeah. So I love the pylon. I love it. Yeah, and um, the only thing that uh, the only other thing is they never mentioned anything about other devices that aren't on iOS uh, that aren't on a mobile OS because I think they're planning on being iPhone, um, Android, Windows Phone, and probably BlackBerry. Maybe if BlackBerry's ever around anymore, we'll see. What do you mean other devices that are not? Um, on- so like your laptop on there there's no you know i don't they, know, they didn't mention there's an app or anything so i'm not sure if you have to have your own base station or if you can manually type in a password and it'll pair with you or yeah not. or like a thumb a thumb you know like a thumb drive that does that bluetooth thing with your yeah. mouse that kind of thing where it's like a little yeah like dongle yeah yeah oh, that's little, interesting. so that that's the only thing that's really stopping me because they don't really address that point right hmm. there um hmm. and if we had an intern, I'd have them email to find out. <laughs> yeah. So if we you guys want to intern. intern for the KitCast, KitCast at ktdata.net. I can't pay you, but you'll, need, you'll, you'll have my internal gratitude. And you'll do some cool stuff, and who knows? Maybe you'll start backing your own projects, and then, then what? Yeah. Life, life changes. So for this one, I, I wrote down track, but the more I talked about it, it's a back for me. It's just a foolproof way. I mean, imagine this. You install that into, um, you know, your relatives or your parents who aren't like technical, they don't yeah. know technology. You know, you tell people, oh, yeah, if you want your friends to have Wi-Fi, just have Stella tap that thing and she's good to go. Voila. Stella. <laughs> so this one is definitely a back for me. Um, what, what is it for you, Drew? Uh, I was just looking at the, the, the pledge levels to see where they're at and. Uh, I, it's it's reasonable. Eighty five dollars or more uh, is a about decent the same like, price as any other. That's actually lower than most of the high yeah. high end routers. Yeah, exactly. Or or anything that would be like because um, I'm I'm likening this to to other fun um, auto home type of things. You know, the like the Nest, the Nest protects the uh, the Hue lights, that kind of thing, and uh, even the is it the Wemo? This for me, this is kind of in that vein, and so eighty five is doable. So I, I'm a back. El Baco. What's going to happen is next time I go to Drew's house, he's going to have this on the wall. I'm like, yep, I'm that looks it. familiar. <laughs> uh, it's a, this, is, this is great. I, I like it. I like the idea. Uh, I, I don't think I entertain enough yet, but when my kids get older, I think, I think I'll be having more people over. And this, yeah. they all want Wi-Fi. It surprises me with the most random people that come by for a 10-minute visit or 20-minute visit, and they're just like, hey, can I jump on your Wi-Fi real quick? Yeah. Like, yeah, and and then you know when your daughters are old enough to date, they bring the boys over. <gasps> you only get five minutes of Wi-Fi, five and then you get the hell out of here <laughs> with my shotgun. Yeah, Done. my shotgun has NFC. Get out. <laughs> um. All right, and so it is already at the end of the show. Uh, like I said, it was jam packed. I can't believe it's the end of the show. So many projects that we couldn't cover. I mean, like there was one that you could feed your dog. Or send them treats remotely. Um, again, Which, bacon, ketchup. Ugh, I'm so like I wanted to put it in so badly, but there were so many other good things in there. Go look for the bacon ketchup. Um, so there's like so many good ideas. Um, and so like if you have any projects or anything, please please let us know. Kickcast at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash kickcast. Or on our Google Plus page, um, what was that? That's uh, plus.kitcast.net on there, on Twitter, at KitCast, or at Night20, or at KT Data. All, you know, we all see them, especially now that all our pebbles get at replies. Sent I got so away. excited that I got that. 
Love my pebble. Uh, now I'm totally connected. Yeah. Um, or if you want to look on Pinterest, I put those projects up there too when I remember. Um, totally, totally a manly, geeky thing to do. Yes. On Pinterest, yeah. Yes. The ultimate place to go if you've missed links for any of these projects, you want to see that Slate article about what to write and what not to write, um, just kickcast.net, look for this episode, show notes listed beautifully there. Um one note, if you guys visit anywhere on uh, kickcast.net or ktdata.net and have run into issues, please let me know. Um, I just barely moved the site to a new web server, so if there are any lurking bugs on there, let me know, and I will try to get that fixed as soon as possible. Um, and, of course, if you guys want to watch live, Laser Norm and Coons, they are in the chat room right now. You can watch us at live.kickcast.net. Our next episode will be February 18th. 2014 four days after valentine's day all you guys so if you're listening to this before the 14th make sure you get all your shopping done shopping by the 14th a, yet another Land. shopping day for holidays Land. i'm gonna make you a card i'm gonna make you a card <laughs> out of paper and that's it <laughs> go to cbs yeah. um on there drew thank you so much for take, i you're always busy chasing around your little girls no i got that, so thank you so much for i enjoy doing it coming. you texted me tonight and i was like oh yeah Kick-ass nice. Uh, I, I, I got to get down there. So. Oh, and Winston, Winston snuck into the chat room too, see? <laughs> On there. So I always have a blast doing it, Drew. You know, sometimes I wish uh, I could see you in person more often. I, I cannot believe that yeah. it's seriously we More we Vegas trips. Yeah. We, that, that's, that's how we solve it. More, more Vegas trips is how we solve it. Um, yeah, we and, should do one live together side by side in my studio or in the in the downtown Ogden. We'll just we need yes. to book it because and promo it so we can get yes. our viewers in there and make it worth our time. It will be awesome. Um, and thank you guys for watching. You guys live. You guys at home who listen past like you guys honestly blow my mind away when you guys say that you listen to this and I'm like I'm floored by it and words cannot describe how grateful. Yeah, people am. stop me at church and, and tell me that they just, listen to the KitKat. Yeah, like seriously, thank you guys so much from deep down on the bottom of my heart. All of you guys are my Valentines on the 14th. <laughs> Can't take you out on a fancy dinner because, well, yourself we don't make any money, but um, just pretend that I took you out on a fancy dinner <laughs> on there. So, we will. So, um, other than that, am I missing anything, Drew? I think we hit it all. Good night. All right, guys. See you in two weeks. Bye bye. Thank you.